Hey now, and welcome to the Elevate Yourself podcast. I'm Rob, and I am thrilled to get to be the host of this show. I feel super lucky. I work for this awesome company called Elevation Corporate Health. And in each episode of the Elevation Corporate Health podcast, I get to have a conversation with folks from all different walks of life about how they elevate themselves. It's my hope that these conversations will make you think, force you to change your best, and as a result, help you get a little closer to becoming the best version of you. Sarah Marie, thanks so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Hi, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. So tell folks where you work, um, maybe the floor, the unit, kind of who you work with, the team you work with, just a little, little background. Yeah, so um, I work at... UK hospital, um, in the cardiovascular ICU. Um, and we deal with, uh, obviously a lot of heart patients, uh, open heart surgeries, um, a lot of heart failure patients. And then recently we've been dealing with, um, actually a lot of COVID patients, um, as well, but yeah. You, you mentioned, um, COVID patients, um, maybe tell folks a little bit about um, what kind of symptoms people present when they come in and then where are they first? And then when they get to you and kind of some of the things that you have seen. Yeah. So usually by the time COVID patients get to us, um, we're kind of, unfortunately the last line of defense is kind of what we usually say. Um, they've kind of had the slow progression of your typical COVID symptoms, worsening shortness of breath, um, things like that. And then by the time they usually present to the hospital, their O2 sats, you know, are, are pretty low. They're pretty critical. They're having trouble breathing, just sitting up. Then it kind of leads to intubation. Um, and then when, you know, intubation fails, um, they end up usually getting put on what we call ECMO, uh, which is basically like a lung bypass machine. It can be heart and lung, um, or it can just kind of bypass the lungs. It kind of gives, we say it gives the lungs a rest. So, you know, COVID patients, lungs are so, so, so sick, um, and they can't oxygenate. So this machine helps do that for them. Um, so that's usually, that's typically the patients that by the time they get to us, they're on, they're on ECMO. If yeah. a person goes on to ECMO, um, I've heard a little bit about this, but if you, if you go on to ECMO at that point in with COVID, in your experience, kind of what, or do some people come off of it? Or, or if they do come off of it, what's that time frame look like? Oh, so that's the really sad thing. I think that um, a lot of people don't get to see firsthand like we do. Uh, we have not had anybody so far that I'm aware of on my floor that I've taken care of that has successfully come off of ECMO uh, with COVID. You know, ECMO was originally designed um, for patients just to be on it for about a week um, and not longer. These COVID patients we're seeing, they've been there on the unit for months. Um, one patient's going on almost two months. And Typically by that point, you, it's not likely that, uh, that you're able to come off of it. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes we've had, we've had some patients that have been fortunate enough to get 
a lung transplant from it. That's like the goal now with this ECMO is that they go, they bridge from ECMO to a lung transplant, but we have not had um, recently any success with that. The patients have just been far too sick. And I, I don't want to make this a, uh, a political thing on vaccination or anything like that, but if you had anyone that's been vaccinated, go on to ECMO. We, so the majority, no, the, we have had one patient that just had uh, one vaccine, not both. Um, and then no, every other patient we've had has not had the vaccine. Yep. They've all been unvaccinated and yeah, it's, it's very hard to see. Right. And I guess, tell us a little bit about that, you know, not staying out of the politics of it, but just from a, a compassion standpoint, I know that there has to be some element of saying, you know, that there, there is something there for you. You've chosen not to do this, but uh, you, you, you're here kind of how, how is that for you? And then I, I think a lot of times people forget that like the nurses and the people that are there taking care of folks, um, how that can affect you. So um yeah, maybe just talk us through that side of it for yourself. Yeah, it's it's very it's just very hard to see uh, from a nursing standpoint uh, patients that uh, are choosing not to be vaccinated, and then you see we're the ones that see the uh, the really bad side of it. Um, there's certainly a lot of wonderful stories of patients, you know, still surviving, um, but I think what people don't understand is how severe uh, COVID can be, especially in unvaccinated people. And as a nurse, you're kind of, you're the last person sometimes that sees those people before they pass away, because especially if they are actively COVID positive, uh, they can't have any family members come visit them. So as a nurse, you're the, sometimes you're the last person that they see before they die. Um, so that's, that's very challenging. And can be mentally exhausting, I know, for a lot of nurses. Um, overworked or just, you know, it's, 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 it's tough. There's a lot, certainly a shortage of nurses right now because of all this. Um, but it certainly just makes you really thankful for, um, yeah, to have the health that you do have, to be able to leave the hospital, you know, and you get to go home and it's tough, but it's certainly, certainly makes you appreciative. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I answered that exactly what you're one, but no, that was, that was really great and really helpful. And, you know, you, you mentioned, um, having your health to go home and be appreciative for what you have. Um, I think it's a great time to maybe transition to, to share your story about, uh, PAH and maybe your diagnosis and kind of how that's led you to be where you are in the line of work that you're in. Um, I, I would love to just shine a light on the disease and let people know about it. Yeah, absolutely. Especially because November is PAH Awareness Month. Uh, it's a great time. But yes, about within 10, within 10 years, eight years, eight years, eight years ago, I was diagnosed with PAH, which stands for uh, pulmonary arterial hypertension. Um, it was just idiopathic. So that means it, there's no cause of it. It just, uh, wasn't genetic. It wasn't because of something I did or ate or, you know, was exposed to, it just kind of happened. So basically though, the, my pulmonary artery, um, for those of you that don't know that it goes, it's artery that goes from the heart to the lungs. Um, 
to then get blood to the lungs to oxygenate to the rest of your body. Mine has a very high pressure in it. It should be a very, very low pressure. Mine has a very high pressure. So that makes things a lot harder for me uh, sometimes. Um, exercising, exertion um, can be very challenging uh, for somebody with PAH, but I'm very fortunate. I <laughs> caught it early. I was young when I did catch it and I've had wonderful doctors. So I don't need oxygen. There's some people that require oxygen. There's some people that require um, IV therapy constantly, like a continuous strip of medication. Um, and I'm very lucky. I only have to take, I take pills and I'm still able to work and function and I can even still work out. Not kind of how I used to or would want to sometimes, but I'm still able to. Uh, so certainly very thankful for that. But um, yeah, so I used to be a school teacher. I used to teach PE and then I got diagnosed with all this and I ended up actually in the cardiac ICU at UK and the care that I got from those nurses was just absolutely incredible. And it just made me want to go back to school and become a nurse and then do what they did for me and then get to give back to other people. So yeah, that's kind of how I ended up where I am now um, on my unit. Yeah. It's um, such an awesome, awesome story. And on so many levels um, that one, you on the unit where you were and that those people yeah. inspired you and then now you're paying it back now, in some way to people. Yeah. Full circle is just amazing. Awesome. And then to think about being in intensive care as the person um, being yeah. taken care of and then to be on the other side of it, um, there's just no way that, that doesn't make you uh, better at what you do. I mean, you're just able I, to relate I, to somebody. I, like to think that, I hope it does. It certainly makes me be able to say, hey, you know, I, I literally know what it's like to be in your shoes. You got this. Or, you know, this is what helped me or... You know, um, so many times you can say, I, I don't know what it's like, but I feel for you. Or, I know you're hurting or, and patients are like, no, you don't, you've never been in my shoes. So it's nice to be able to say, Hey, I, sometimes I really know exactly what you're going through. So, yeah. You mentioned feeling fortunate about it being caught early and all of that, but I, I'm sure there has to be some element of, um, that, that just life is just harder for you in some days than a lot for a lot of other people. Um, yeah. Do you have anything that you go to as a default to remain positive? You know, I love quotes. I mean, do you have a quote or a saying, or is there anything that like when things get hard or when you get down and you're like, you know what, um, <laughs> this keeps me going. I don't know that I have like a specific quote. I just, um, I don't, or maybe just, just breathe. Sometimes I just like to think that just breathe because I'm fortunate that I can breathe, especially when you right. think of like where I was and not being able to breathe and everything that led up to it. Sometimes it's nice to just say, Hey, like just breathe. You, you can actually still breathe. Um, but yeah, some days are, yeah, some days are definitely harder. And that's the crazy thing about the disease is that it's so unknown I can do literally exactly the same thing I do one day as I did the next day, but one day it's a lot harder than it was the other day. And I didn't change anything, um, you know, in my routine or anything, but yeah, I just, I just still feel fortunate to even still, still be here, be able to do what I do. So every day is a, every day is a blessing. That's for sure. 
Um, staying on that positive light, I'd love to just pivot to anything that, uh, yeah. any positive success stories that you've witnessed um, as a nurse, like do you have any stories or maybe a patient that really uh, made you laugh or any kind of moments like that or anything that experiences that you had that were, were challenging and then turned out to be a real positive? Hmm. I think one of the coolest things, I don't know if it, it just kind of pertains to a lot of the patients we do get to see and what kind of makes our unit kind of unique is that so we get to see patients kind of go from, especially because we like patients that have open heart surgery, they'll come straight to our unit instead of going um, to like post anesthesia care, they come straight to us and we recover them. So it's really cool to see um, them, you know, still sedated, intubated. And then we get to be the first person they see to get them up and walk for the first time after surgery and push them or, you know, and we really get to see them progress and get to see them walk out of the hospital. That's pretty cool when we get to do that kind of full circle, or we've had some patients that come and they're, they're waiting for a heart transplant or lung transplant. And you get to see them, you know, before they get the transplant and then after the transplant, and then they still come back to our unit and they walk around and they're saying hi to everybody. And it's, that's really cool to get to kind of be with them through their whole journey. Um, I, I, I like that. I can't, we just, we get to have, see so many patients like that kind of full circle. It's not just a in and out and then you don't build a connection with them. We get to really build a connection with them, which is, which is really neat. That's so awesome. And I think both of those are just like great examples of the resiliency of the human body um, and also of modern medicine. I mean, I think that's really, really powerful. Um, and, yeah. um, you know, I think about it a lot in, in life or maybe it's, you know, or somebody's training for something or whatever your goal is, it can seem so far away. It can seem like it's never going to happen, but like getting to see that I think is a, just a wonderful reminder of um, how resilient the human spirit, and the human body is and how amazing the human yeah. body is. It really is to think that like, and to think and how far we've come with surgery, like these patients, you know, um, we get them up right away and they're walking. And after having open heart surgery, like that's the big goal, you know, on our unit. And I don't know if it's some, it might be crazy that we do it, but it, it, research has shown that it's just, they have better success rates, the quicker you get them up, sitting in the chair, walking, um, yeah. And it, it's cool too, to see, um, just different people. I mean, different people handle it different ways. Obviously everybody's a little bit different with how they handle stuff, but it, it's neat. You see some people and you're like, you literally just had surgery a couple hours ago and you're up walking around like what? That's crazy. So. Well, let this be a PSA for anyone who's listening that's sitting right now, um, or is, or wants to move more in their day. Um, uh, that open people with open heart surgery are up moving around and how powerful that is and how much that helps recovery. So, um, I always say anytime yeah. I'm in a funk, uh, normally if I just go for a walk and move my body for 10 yeah. minutes, normally feel a whole heck of a lot better. So Absolutely. that's pretty cool. Um, we're going to pivot to rapid fire. Um, oh, God. so the, the name of the show is elevate yourself. And the question I like to ask everyone is, you, you mentioned this briefly, so it may be the same thing, but what's something you do every day that you believe elevates you? Ooh. Mm. 
<laughs> I love get I get I get energy from people. So getting being around people and hearing their story um, and connecting with people, I think that that really brings me that brings me energy and joy when I get to when I get to do that. That's a great answer. Um, and I sometimes feel the same way. I go, why am I in a funk? And I, I think during COVID, I experienced that. I was like, why am I in a bad mood? Yeah. Like, we haven't talked to anybody. You haven't seen anybody's yeah. face. And like, that yeah. usually that usually does help. Um, yeah. ne- next question. You have one final meal to eat. You have one meal to eat. What mm-hmm. are you eating? What's, what's, what would be like your one go-to meal? I'm eating pizza. Mm. Anywhere in particular? Pizza. Hmm. You know, it's really just sometimes I'm a good uh, Donato's uh, pepperoni pizza. Gets it every there time. It there <laughs> it is. This episode was sponsored by Donato's. Um, <laughs> best purchase you've made in the last three months for less than twenty dollars. Last three months, so October, September, August for less than twenty dollars. Yeah. Oh Lord. I don't think I bought anything under $20. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, shoot. I guess food, gas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, important, you know, something that I needed. It was probably like an essential thing, I guess. Right. I feel like I've yeah. bought a lot of essential things recently. I bought a poke bowl the other night for $14 and that was an excellent purchase. Okay. Um, I didn't even think about that. That's just, yeah. Okay. um, You have, uh, you're, you're kind of in a, a, not in a great mood and maybe you need some music to lift you up. Do you have a a go-to song that like that song comes on and you're like, boom, let's go. You know, um, have you seen Schitt's Creek? It's well, it's, it's Tina Turner's song. Um, You're simply the best. That one. Love it. Nice. Simply the best. Nice. Turner. Gets me happy. Nice. Makes me happy. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, and then final one. Any any words of advice for anyone that's maybe going through a hard time or struggling or just it needs a, a pick me up or maybe they have someone that's also um, in the hospital. Any any words of advice for them? Whew. Man. I think I just always think about uh quote Graham there's always told me this too shall pass so you know it'll it may seem really hard right now um but it'll pass and it's not it's not forever um you just gotta sometimes you just gotta get through it and sometimes yeah oh sometimes I either I might just need a good cry or a nap and then I realize I'm a lot happier. So even if it's something real little, you know, you're real frustrated about something, maybe just or take a walk or just, you know. But uh yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there right now struggling with, you know, family members being in the hospitals and stuff, but just know it'll pass. And that's a great place to end this. Ceremies, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate you coming on the show. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me. As I mentioned, I am proud to work for Elevation Corporate Health. We've been in business for over 26 years, creating customizable solutions for your fitness and wellness needs. That's right, folks. 26 years. Do you know only 25% of businesses make it 15 years or more? 
It's just one of the many reasons why you can trust Elevation Corporate Health because we've seen it all. And whatever your needs might be, we've got you covered from fitness management and online training to on-site classes, integrated technology. We help small and large groups alike get healthy and stay engaged. I encourage you to learn more about us at elevationcorporatehealth.com and to follow us on social media at Elevation Corporate Health. And if you're an Elevation member, at Elevation Member.